Hey, you guys. I just want to let you know that this podcast that you're going to hear, you're going to hear a fan. You're going to hear a lot of background noise. This was recorded during, well, after the first matchup with Shinsuke and Booze versus The Usos. So what you're mostly going to get with this podcast is a little bit of openings of me seeing a little bit of stuff in the beginning where I see a little bit of leading up to the opening of the matches and then the winners. I'm going to go into a full, I wouldn't even say a full depth, but my top three matches and the reason why tomorrow you will get that in a podcast as well as a story time explaining what's been going on, where I'm trying to go with this channel and what else is possible. So just be on the lookout. A lot has went on. I thank you guys who do listen to the podcast. I love you guys so much. Trust me. Trust me, trust me, when everything, when I explain everything to you guys tomorrow, it's a better understanding, so you'll understand the reason why certain things are, or why I've been gone for as long as I did. So I do apologize, I thank you so much for listening, again, I apologize for the fan and such, it's just, <laughs> that's the only way I'm comfortable and I can say it, especially after drinking two huge cups of hard liquor, so yeah. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Hey, y'all. This is the only place where I feel like I'm going to go ahead and let my voice be heard because I'm over Twitter as of today. I'm just over it with a lot of stuff. A lot has went on, but this isn't about me. This isn't about Twitter. This is WrestleMania. You're going to get bits and pieces cut up in between because I feel like this is the only way and it'd be much easier for me to go ahead and release this all at once. So... If you haven't seen what happened, first match that went on was Booze Nakamura versus the Usos. It was a wonderful match, except I think Booze legitimately may be injured. And he gave out. He fell on the ground, trying to hold both of them. I really want to know who was the producer of this match, just so I can ask questions about it. But, um, yeah. So you got all of that that's going on. So now we're just... Hopefully by the end of tonight, probably in the middle of Mania, we might find out if it was a legitimate injury. I hope Booze is okay. I really felt as though that that match was on a fly once he was, like, legitimately injured. That they went and switched it to where Usos won. Also, I like how they revamped the 3D into the 1D. All right, now. Each its own. Now we're on to the next match. If you're watching Premium right now, Peacock Premium, they're showing the whole... Good old Sammy and Knoxville setting us up for tomorrow for the Anything Goes. My money, I know it's going to be some crazy stuff. Sammy might not win. I feel like they're going to give it to Knoxville. Who knows? But yeah. Okay, so we got match number two, which is Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Can I just say, I really like this WrestleMania whole stage. Granted, it's giving me Mania when they were at MetLife with a little bit of a star. So I'm okay with it. Uh, My money on this, I feel like they're going to give it to Drew. But I would not be surprised or upset if Mad Cat, not Mad Cat, excuse me, wrong person, if Happy Corbin won. Reason being, it would kind of be a twist into this whole legitimacy and let's be real i don't feel like if drew was to lose it would hurt him if this was anywhere else outside of mania mania is a little different especially too since normally the night after is when everything resets so i wouldn't mind if madcap wrong person if happy corbin won and drew lost because then what you can do keep drew on smackdown move madcap on over to good old raw so, fingers crossed, let you know after this whole little doohickey on what I thought of the match and how it was. If anything interesting pops up, trust and believe, I'm going to let y'all know. Okay, so after that match, it was on good match, nice back and forth. I really thought <laughs> that Corbin was going to win, but no, he got defeated by Drew with the Claymore. Okay, with it. The match was nice. I will give it that. I am not upset, nor not mad. 
my only thing is now where do we go from here because are we officially done with this whole storyline look like something might be going on corbin is he gonna cut moss or is he gonna knight him which one who knows but what i am happy oh he done cut the ring Madman with a sword. Couldn't be a black person, though. Anywho. My question would be, where do we go from here? I don't want to see no more of the whole, oh, Friday Night Smackdown. We're going to do a WrestleMania rematch. I don't want to see it. It is time for Corbin and Moss to either break up or go for the tag titles or do something. Drew needs to go ahead and now we push whoever wins. The unification match tomorrow. Drew needs to be in the conversation talks of who is next. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta feel. Let me know how y'all feel. Next match. We got the Mysterios versus Logan Paul and The Miz. What I'm gonna say, I am tired of WWE and they shenanigan shit. Tell you why. Because everything that they're showing us right now, like this whole thing of Ray talking about Dominic and how he wanted to, you know, them two together, being father, son, and wrestling together in the WWE, they already showed us this. And if you follow the YouTube, you're seeing a repetitive stuff that you already seen. That's one of my gripes with WWE now. I miss the old days. We didn't get to see a lot of these vignettes and all this other stuff when it was for Mania because they kept it under wraps. Mania used to mean something when it came to this stuff. Now it's just like, we're going to show you this and it's going to probably be used again and blah. Ah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm fanning out right now. Ray and Dominic both jumped up like Ray used to do back in 05. Oh my gosh. Now, and he even did it where he ran it, put his hand like pointing in the pyro went up. Ooh, it's giving me flashbacks. Oh, oh my gosh. Now I got a gripe. How come they only say, if this is only for Mania, I can understand. But Dang it, that was one of the things I loved with Ray when it came with his theme. And he knew he was going to jump up the pyro and he did his point and then the pyro went off. Woo, child. Good memories. I never thought I would say this, but Pokemon made its way onto WrestleMania. Logan Paul's walking down here with this big old Pokemon Pikachu card that he won in an auction with a chain too. See, this is when you Caucasian and you got too much money and you just want to blow it on for frugal bullshit. I wish I could, but you know, that's be noise. Have all that money and just splurge it like that, you know. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Okay, lots to unpack here. Logan Paul, he earns my respect, but he ain't no bad bunny. Let's go ahead and put that there. Seeing him do the three amigos, I was biting my lip in anger because of the fact you know <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it but you know I really wanted the Mysterios to win but you know Miz won so that's nice only for Miz to turn on Logan oh my gosh oh my gosh this is live he just turned on Logan so did the Miz just go face what is it? I'm confused. What is this? What the hell is this? What the hell is this? Everyone in the crowd is losing their shit. Miz really just turned on Logan. That's what I'm talking about. Is that Mark from the real world? <laughs> that is Mark from the real world. Oh, shit. See, I'm telling my age. Y'all know about Mark. Mark. Mark was that dude, man. Especially in the challenge. Now I'm intrigued to see how this is going to turn out. Ooh, I cannot wait for Mania. Uh, the Mania. He literally turned on Logan. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. And he blew up a kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am losing my shit. I am so losing my shit right now. Like, that was unexpected. He really hit the skull crusher finale. And everyone in the crowd is losing their shit. Like, oh my gosh, did he blew him a kiss? I'm still geeked up that Mark is in the audience right now. Oh my gosh. You know what? I, 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 I'm speechless. Okay. 
So Logan got his mania moment, but the crowd actually got what they wanted to see him get his ass in some sort of fashion. So, yay. <laughs> oh, shit. We got a Stephanie McMahon appearance because we hardly seen sis in a while. They didn't even give her her little background or nothing, but I'm just happy we get to see her. Look at Stephanie. You know, see the epitome of if you leave and you come back, the people will miss you. People love Stephanie. I miss Faye Stephanie. I just wanted to come out here and take the opportunity to say thank you. Look at sis. I miss her. You welcome, Stephanie. See, I'm going to hear a little bit of her talking. Yes, sis. Look at hers. Look at her. Who is a Gabe? Yep. Gabe. So Stephanie's introducing the world again to Gabe. So my question, when is he going to premiere? See, oh, his trons. So he got the ankle tron. Okay. Okay. My question, when is he debuting? Because his brother is currently still at the Performance Center. Like, we can't wait for you, Gabe. Shoot. Okay, we're getting the match that I wanted to see. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. I want Becky to lose. Because this is that long-term storytelling that they kept talking about. So, I want to hear everybody that was up there in my DMs trying to harass. And I'm just saying, you get it, just the princess. When Becky got that quick win. Okay. If Bianca don't get that quick win, she better get a long, drawn-out win tonight. End it off. It's been over four months. Give the people what they want. We want Bianca to win. Not knocking Becky. Becky good and all, but you, we, we want Bianca. This is the Bianca channel. We want Bianca. Bianca. It's been longer than four months, but still, my mind is somewhere else. I am dead. They gave Becky her own little Marvel intro. What in the hell, man? <laughs> I am weak. Big time Bex acting like she Marvel or something. Okay, sis, I see you. You Thanos or something? You Thanos? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta pull me up your fingers. Like, they really gave her a whole Marvel. I'm done. Show me something marvelous. I'm gonna need for Corey not to lie when he said that she is a fashionista. That's a lie. Becky ain't no fashionista. You know, I think this is the outfit that she's wearing at that designer. I saw an IG. I can't remember the name at this time. Was up there showing that they were doing it. I want to see when she takes off the jacket. Because if this is the one, I'm, I'm going to give them their props. Because they did wonderful. It was supposed to have like a butterfly or something in it. Like, I like the haircut on Becky. It reminds me of Rebecca. Look at her. I'm so here for it. Like, I love Becky. Contrary to what my tweets may seem, I love Becky. I always love the underdog because it was between her, Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey. It's Sasha, Becky. And then I have to put Charlotte and Bailey at three together. Because really and truly, they are fabulous. But I've always loved Sasha. I always loved Becky. It's just Becky has the crazy stance like the Nikki stance. Y'all be bipolar. Ooh, now I want to see what they're going to do for Bianca. Okay, I feel like they're about to give us homecoming Beyonce with good old 
my girl, Bianca. I'm here for it. They is giving. Are they saying bullshit? She is giving us Coachella. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Yes, mother. You better give me all say. I am here for it. See, this is what I'm talking about. The representation. They know how to do it well right now. Thank you, WWE. And yes, for the HVC. You make it. Now, give me what I want. I want to see what mama going to wear. Hey, 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 hey. I'm twerking in my chair right now. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so lit. I'm. If you ain't never been to an HBCU school or even seen like a HBCU homecoming, please do yourself the favor of going onto YouTube. If you saw Good Old Homecoming by Beyonce, then you already know. Ooh. Now I know if they're going to be playing when her theme come out. Because if so, I'm going to lose my shit. See. Bianca's entrance. They doing it too. Bianca's entrance is going to be phenomenal right now, y'all. Like, her entrance is going to be one of those that we're going to constantly keep talking about from years to come. She did this. I would have been in the audience getting my shit right now. I'd be like, hey, hey, get and they would be like, sit your ass down. No. Give me my hair whip. Oh, we don't get it. Oh, here we go. Ooh, now I want to see her outfit because you know Bianca gives you looks, baby. Ooh. I'm, I'm, my arm's shaking. Like, oh my God, y'all. Am I going to lose my shit? I feel like I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it, Miss Majorette Band Leader. Yes, honey. I'm so here for this. Yes, Bianca. Get your shit, mama. Get your shit. I'm so here for this right now. This is how you do an entrance. This is how she elevated the entrance game right now. I'm so in the look at, oh my gosh. Ooh, I can't wait till she wins the title tonight. They could have showed their E and yes for the fishness. I want to know how long it took for her to get this together. Yes, my king up there jamming. I want to know how long it took for her to get this all together. I cannot wait to watch her YouTube. Later on, if she don't post it like tonight or tomorrow, then I know she's gonna post it sometime next well, sometime in the week. I cannot wait to see how she like came together with this whole Bianca that girl. Bianca is that girl. You will give yes. I'm here for this outfit. It's giving me Alicia Fox and everybody. Tens. Bianca was. Bianca one. This is what we were talking about, kids. This is what we've been hoping for. This is what we needed. She is now both a Raw and a SmackDown Women's Champion. She did that. Okay, let me give it the official, appropriate time that it needs. That match was everything. Becky did what she had to do. I love the fact that we did not get to hear Becky as much like we used to normally where she'd be loud calling matches. So it was kind of nice. I like how, you know... You can tell their chemistry, it was rocky, but they do have a good amount of chemistry. It's not like Bianca and Sasha's, but it is a good chemistry. Bianca, both of them have the near falls and then all of that. And then too, you could kind of tell certain parts, like they were waiting for to hit certain parts to continue on with the match. But outside of that, oh my God, this is... This is what we were waiting for. This is what we needed. This is a cultural reset. You know, last week we had slap heard around the world. This, we had a magnificent proper ending to a long, drawn-out storyline. And we all used to think that WWE couldn't do storylines. I want to say a huge apology to Vince and Co. Because y'all actually took the time to really build this storyline up. 
I'm just so happy. You know, we get that. Ooh. So we get Seth next. Not at the main event. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, Janeer falls and everything. I'm going to give you guys a proper review on my favorite late top three matches from WrestleMania night one, which will be up tomorrow. So you guys will be getting that. I'm just, I'm ecstatic right now. I've been drinking. I've been trying to hold back these tears because this is what we need. The EST's reign of Raw has begun. The world ain't ready. Now let's go ahead and see Cody come out here and do the damn thing. We are getting Seth versus his mystery opponent, Cody. Let me just say, Seth is a drip god. All of his themes be slapping. I don't give a damn what none of y'all say. You gotta... That's what you need to do. Burn it down. Like, look at my drip king. Okay? You know he had to give Becky a hug and a kiss and tell her, I love you. I'm about to go burn down the show now. Just look at them. Now, I'm going to freak out. Because I'm going to keep this, like, recording until we find out who the mystery opponent is. Now, if this was, like, Attitude Era, you know damn good it would have been Seth fucking Rollins. They could have did it during the premiere, like, events. Just look at Seth. Like, this is... <laughs> Night one is keeping me entertained. So it makes me wonder... Because that person who leaked out what the card is supposed to be, they got most of it right. But then, you know, they said this was supposed to have been the closing match. But I knew better because, let's be real, that would have been a slap in the face of both Charlotte and Ronda since the winner of the Royal Rumble is supposed to have the quote-unquote main event. We already know it's going to be, from what the talks are, Owens and Austin, which I don't mind. But I really want to know who this is going to be. Okay, now we all trying to figure out who is about to be his opponent. We are all freaking out right now. Like, if they play Cody's theme from AEW, I'm going to lose my shit. And I don't want to toss this phone. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to take a sip. I'm like so scared. I'm going to take a sip. What events came out? <laughs> Like, it's me. I will leave. I will laugh. Oh, my gosh. I am shaking. Is it the worst kept secret that we already knew? Who's going to fight Drip Gosh? I am shaking. You're hearing all the different people saying Cody. anticipation the anticipation I am shaking y'all ooh okay pyro lights go off it'd be funny if it's a big swerve I feel like it's Cody I went to hear the wrestling has only one. It's, it's Cody. It is Cody. I have a feeling it's Cody. Mm. You hear people yelling Cody. I'm shaking. It's Cody! Cody's never. Yes! The American Nightmare. I'm here for it. Oh, I'm so here for it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My motherfucking dude did that. Cody motherfucking did that. Cody got his mania moment. I'm so happy. I am so freaking happy. Oh my gosh. Long overdue. Cody deserved all of this. This is long. <laughs> Try not to cry, y'all. He was the reason. Him and Brandy and a couple of people. The reason why I went to go watch AEW. And I joined them. And then... Like I had told him before, I follow y'all to the depths of the end because y'all too. So I just love them. And then seeing this, Dusty is smiling down, looking at his baby boy. So happy. I'm so happy Cody got his mania moment. I'm so happy that Cody is back. I'm so happy. Like, oh my gosh. 
this is what he deserved. I can't wait to see the shady ass comments that they gonna probably say all up until Rampage and then what Tony Khan's gonna probably tweet out with his coked up ass allegedly. But um Cody deserved this moment wholeheartedly. I will say this. Jimmy don't need to be on the commentary booth no more. Because he messed up two matches now. Two key matches that are going to be my replay nonstop. I'm going to need for Vince and them to re um, decide somebody else outside of Jimmy. But I will say they need somebody like a Pat. I would have enjoyed Pat McAfee on both of these. During Bianca's second title correlation. And then also this. It would have only been right. Okay, now we're getting the Hall of Famers. We have the Steiner Brothers, which I'm happy that they're in that big pop of pump. It's my baby, honey. And then you have Selena and Araya Gaspar of Shad's family there. Oh, Shad deserved this moment. And hearing his wife tell their story made me cry. Charmel, baby. Yes, my queen. She better with Charmel. So I'm gonna give you this outfit one more time. That is mother. I'm so happy for her. And then you have Vader and his family. Yes. They even then this we're gonna bust this out one more time. These outfits, y'all, because we want y'all to see. Now Shad's wife. Honey can dress, honey. Oh, here come my man. Who I was crying a little bit. I cried for Charmel. I cried for this whole Hall of Famer class. I grew up looking at all these people and to see like this is the, I really want to say the first Hall of Fame class that I've actually was like all of them. Oh, did they move they moved them for Taker? Okay. Understandable. The Phenom. Mama love too. We got to give Michelle more props. She got this man back to Christ. I'm here for it. I love that for them. Ooh. Is he going to come out and full take her get up? If he do, I'm going to freaking go and say I'm sick and tired of this AR mess of this taker because it looks disturbing, especially when the cameraman, I guess he messed up. You weren't supposed to see the inside of it, honey. Some little kid probably sitting at home screaming, probably shot on themselves. Where's Taker? And then I wonder if they're going to do this like they like last year. We're going to have them back out again in the middle of the show tomorrow. Because if they do, I want American badass Taker. Oh, he coming out his suit after giving his dead talk last night. Seeing him cry, it broke me. Anybody, if you ask anybody that know me that knew I'm a wrestling fan, they always ask my favorite favorite wrestlers it's always been taker triple h china and no particular order you could throw seth not seth sean in there you could throw you could throw seth in there too i do like seth him then with the newer generation you got seth bianca sasha charlotte like i i'm so happy for this and then next year, you already know Triple H is going to get in there solo. I'm manifesting it now. I want to be there. My goal is to hopefully be in front row because I'm going to lose my shit. But I see my favorite. I was supposed to be in there this year, but I couldn't because of a whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to give y'all a story time on that. Brataram. This is just so nice. Take your time, sir. You deserve this. Mania is yours. Like, y'all just don't know. <sighs> Oof. Look at Taker. Excuse me, Mark Calloway. <laughs> Look, he's so touched and moved. If I ever could, I want to have a drink with him. 
drink and play dominoes because I feel like and just pick his brain. I'm calling it now. When this podcast blows up and I'm able to do it in person with people, first person they ever ask who you want to, Undertaker. And they're going to say why. So I'm going to get bottle Jack Daniels or two or three and sit there and talk, shoot the shit with him, play some dominoes and talk. Just because I want him to know of the impact that this man, on top of all these other wrestlers, had on my heart. It made me become and stay a diehard fan. Please do the arm. They're zooming in. Yes! Now I just want to know, tomorrow, are they going to have them all out there? So they can wave at the crowd all together with the whole group of them. Like they normally do so we can get that big shot picture. Look at Pat! Okay, I'm low-key hype for Pat and Austin's match tomorrow because I know it's going to slap. Pat was one of those when he was in NXT. I was kind of like, ooh, I don't think Pat going to do well on this. But then I was like, I got faith in Pat, but I don't think Pat going to do well. And then seeing how he became and how he was like, him and Adam Cole in the matches, I was like, yeah, you got this. I got my faith in you rise higher. Since I'm talking about, look at Pat. So, if we go by with the all of the people, you have he been training since 2017. Yee boo, yee boo. That's how I be. Pat McAfee. We need somebody like Pat on Raw. I'm trying to tell you because I feel like with that personality, like you keep that per, you keep Corey, and you also keep Byron, and then you have like a person that's like Pat with that energy. I feel like Raw won't be as boring as him sometimes is, but and then he got offered that spout. Six days before my birthday, I was so happy. I was like, yes, Pat, you deserve it. So, I am rambling right now, y'all. I'm just so... Look at Austin. Look at my bae. The lips. The face. That body. That's a quarter off of that. Let me stop. But looking at... With the celebrities... Pat's a celebrity. Looking at the celebrities who've been in this so far. And how they done... Pat and Bad Bunny are top tier. You can put Logan under that. Now, tomorrow's going to be the real question to see how Knoxville falls into all of this and where you would put him. Because I don't want to put him, like, below Snooki. But Snooki was good for what she gave. But it was Snooki. You know, Snooki didn't, to me, it felt like she didn't have enough training or time. So, like, the spots that they did do for her, it was nice. But. Mm. Booze is injured. No. I'm sending nothing but prayers and blessings. Booze. When you come back, you better. You want. The pop is going to be so serious. Okay, we're getting the match that should have been the main event for the matches for tonight. But from what it looks like, we're getting New Day versus Holland and Sheamus as the final match. That's kind of like it's getting the main event. Granted, they're saying that Austin's the main event. But people who know, who know, it would only make sense to have... This because technically Ronda is technically the Royal Rumble winner, so I mean, unless they didn't want to do that, who knows? It's just like a ball of confusion. All right, here we go with Ronda Rousey. Let's see what her getup is because I like I'm here for the pageantry. Like, the girls somewhat bought it tonight. Well, not somewhat, they did bring it tonight from the ones that we saw. Okay, Ronda, with your normal getup, I am mad, baby. I know Charlotte's gonna bring it. Bianca brought it. The supposed fashionista Becky, she somewhat bought it. Rhonda said, I'm just going to dust off what I already got. But who we really want, I want to see what Charlotte's going to bring out. Because I'm sorry, you cannot let Xavier <laughs> and Kofi outdress you tonight. 
Because we all know they is somewhere in the back. Seth, so far. Him, the guys, it was him. Dominic, Ray. Like, they brought it. I would even give Logan and also The Miz. Their getup was nice. Logan's was nice. But Seth, right now, top tier. Top tier. We already know tonight Charlotte's going to bring it. Now, tomorrow... You got Liv, you got Naomi, you got Sasha. I would even throw Natalia in there because Natalia, mama be slipping in some looks. She be like, all right, sis. Them, them four, I can't wait for the outfits tomorrow. I want to see Shayna's because I want to see if Shayna going to incorporate different colors. The opportunist is coming out. Now, her Thanos outfit will forever be my fave. Now I know what she's going to wear to... Oh my gosh. If she got rhinestones on rhinestones, I'm going to gag. Ooh, come on out. Okay. I need to see her more than that. Is that satin she's wearing? Charlotte's wearing satin. Satin. Blue. 13 time, really 15 and or 16, but you know, they don't count her NXT wins. Because I swear she had more yes for the pyro for the queen. She is the opportunity. Don't you ever forget it. Them girls is sitting high. All right, Charlotte. Shake what your mama gave y'all. Okay, I feel like Charlotte, no shade. I feel like Charlotte and Rhonda just wore their normal outfits that they would normally wear on like a weekly episodic or a regular pay-per-view. See, just what I just remembered, Zelina is also in that match. Her and Melissa, I already know they're going to probably give some looks too. Ooh, I hope that these teams look like something together and, co and like coordinate, but who knows. I want to see what the top looks like because I swear that the bottoms that Charlotte is wearing, it like it's something I already seen. The robe, I'm here for it. It's giving me, I'm Liberace and you can't tell me nothing. Couture real. Now, them girls is thin, honey. Do your spin. La Queen. Ooh, and she gets more power. One thing about Charlotte, you could always expect Pyro, no matter what. Now, I want to know if Sasha going to get her Pyro all crazy tomorrow. Because it's like her and Charlotte get like the crazy Pyros during Mania. Okay, Charlotte's top is different. Okay, so it is a complete new outfit. All right, I'm here for it. Oh, hold up. What? Charlotte won? Charlotte freaking won? Is you serious? At 11-11, Charlotte Flair won? So Ronda just had her, what, second loss? Like, at Mania, this is her second loss at Mania, but oh my gosh. Wow. I swear I thought SmackDown won it. So my question is, who's going to now go after Charlotte for the title? That's... Wow. Wow. Okay, so we're getting KO and Austin to end the show. I'm guessing the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Hiding is going to move to tomorrow, either at the pre-show or at the good old in the pay-per-view. That doesn't mean some time's getting cut because you already know they're not going to go and mess with the main event. So, who knows? So, Charlotte versus good old Ronda was the main event. And the glass breaks. Here comes Austin 316 who just kicked somebody's ass. Steve still look good, honey. 
that glass break, everybody lose their shit. Today has been the day of pops, reveals, and craziness. I'm here for it. Oh my gosh, y'all. It's about to be midnight, and Stone Cold has won his return and official final match. (laughs) Y'all. I'm so happy. Stone Cold. Oh my gosh, what can I say? Okay, that person who's tossing him the beers needs to be fired. Like, I am here for this, y'all. I'm so here for it. I know y'all are probably like, if you can't tell, I've been drinking. I had like two full cups of some heart behind the curtain. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, I know my brother, if he was still into wrestling, he'd have been so happy right now because Stone Cold was his favorite wrestler. Well, one of my brothers. Stone Cold was his favorite wrestler. Like, I remember when he almost got beat for up there, trying to quote JR when he was playing with the action figures. He was like, the toughest SOB. Our mama was like, what you say? Do you know what that is? She was about to whip his ass off. It's like, oh my God, no. Not the good kid. But that was, that was real. The nostalgia. I'm not mad that this was turned into a final match for Stone Cold. And this was it for him. I'm glad he got his mania moment of his goodbye send-off. A proper goodbye send-off. Is that police as he walking down? Oh, no. I guess that was just people that was walking down the ramp. I don't know. Or is that medical? Who is that? Oh, Stone Cold tossed some beer out and the person dropped it. Worst mistake. Austin can still get it, y'all. I'm so sorry. Just look at him. After all these years. Another stunner. Mm. Texas Rangers about to take Kevin Owens out. I'm weak. And they talking shit to him. I'm weak. And it's Steve Raven. You know it. This was the perfect ending to WrestleMania Night 1. The whole car job was just magnificent. Y'all, this mania, night one, has given me everything that I love and more. All of it. Oh my gosh, it was all the matches fell into place properly and did what they were supposed to do. I, Stone Cold is another person I want to have a beer with. A beer or a drink and just pick his brain because I feel like I can learn so much more about the business. Like, oh my gosh. Who, what can I say about Mania? It was, oh, this Mania 1, Night 1, has been such a magnificent thing. I'm so glad I actually recorded on here in a little bit. So, I'm going to let this go as it is. And then tomorrow, we're going to do a little bit differently. It's going to be a little extended where you actually get to hear more. Who's he trying to get? Please tell me he's trying to get Byron. He's trying to get Byron. He's trying to get Byron in the ring. Oh, my gosh. I love their funny relationship. He going to give him a beard and he going to kick him in the nuts and stun him again. It wouldn't be Stone Cold if he didn't do it. Because Byron is stupid. He loves abuse. Stockholm Syndrome. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Knew it. <laughs> but Byron can sell it. Look at my baby selling it. Poor Byron. <laughs> he got him in the pandemic arena. He got him here. Oh, poor Byron. <laughs> my poor baby. Oh, This WrestleMania night one was so worth it. So worth it. 
Oh, I know their mania after parties tonight and tomorrow gonna be so lit. Them suckers is gonna get fucked up. That's one of the reasons why I'm trying to get into WWE low-key so I can go ahead. Because if I was there, I would have been, like, screaming, losing my shit. And I would have been like, I fucking love you. I would have told all these people, I fucking love y'all. And then they trying to hide the middle finger, like, us who didn't grow up in the 90s didn't know what that meant. Like, that was the fun thing. Everyone used to, growing up, flip people off the bird twice, then do the thunder. And when I say twice, both of your fingers. So you flip them off twice, and you're like, fuck you. And then, stunner, you know, childhood. Like, you can't tell me you never grew up and did the stunner. Just like you never grew up and did the super kick. You never grew up a correction sweet chin music. Or you never grew up and did the rock bottom. Or never grew up and did the pedigree. Like I did all of them. Like oh my gosh there's so many stories. I think I'm going to give y'all a story time tomorrow. Before work. And then let that be on there. So I can spoil y'all like I was supposed to. But due to a lot of stuff I'm going to get into the podcast episode tomorrow as a prequel to let y'all know because i felt this i did you guys wrong and i'm so sorry but yeah wrestlemania night one if i had to give it and it's 12.05 my time i'm gonna turn this down now i'm gonna give it out of 10 it was a strong 9.5 every match it just flowed perfectly i really and truly felt this dope with the first match with booze and Nakamura versus the Usos. I really felt like the Usos weren't going to win that match. But they had to call it on a fly. Booze again. Sending you nothing but love and prayers. When you are come when you come back. I already know your return is going to be iconic. Trust and believe. Okay you guys. So top three matches for WrestleMania. I'm going to be really really quick. Night one. Just to. Save my top three, and then after that, we're going to go, and tomorrow I'm going to give you a little mini full in-depth, and then I'm going to give you two, yes, two story times. I hope you're ready. The one of where I've been at, what's been going on, and where I see the channel going, and then the other one would be the lovely, lovely story time of let me tell you how I almost gave my brother a percussion from doing the pedigree. So I can explain all of that to you. So, be on the lookout for that. Top three matches for night one. I have to go and in no particular order. Because these matches stuck out the most to me. Of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. I freaking, maybe because I'm a sucker for good nostalgia. Seeing that and seeing Austin, Austin still got it. I don't care what nobody says. Stone Cold will forever be that dude. So seeing him with Owens and then seeing how it just intertwined, I'm not going to lie. I was a little, I winced when I saw him take that suplex on the concrete because I was like, oh my God, please no. But Austin won. So at least he can say like his last match was in Texas where he had his very first match in Austin. Well, Dallas, excuse me, so I'm happy for it. But Austin, I was glad to see him in the ring. I want to ask my brother, I might do that and tell y'all how his response was. Because he's a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. Little short story. Um, He got in trouble when we were growing up because he was playing with the action figures that we got. So he was mimicking JR. He was like, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, the toughest SOB. And we were in the living room. So I'm sitting there like I wanted to play with him with the toys. But I was like, no, I'm going to watch TV with my mom. So our mom had heard him say, she, do you even know what that means? You're going around saying that. Like, she was ready to whoop his ass. I felt so sorry for that boy. Um, match number two. Bianca and Becky. Reason being, actually, I'm a group it. Bianca and Becky slash the women's, the women's title matches in general. Reason being, I'm glad they didn't have them back to back. Because it kind of made us like, okay, I felt like the crowd was a little bit dead for the Charlotte and Rhonda in the beginning. Because you just had a clinic that was Cody and Seth. And that's like the third of the top three matches for me for night one. I felt as though the crowd was a little like, you just had a clinic of a match like that. 
So then you're going from another one and you have high expectations. Especially with this match being you have your Royal Rumble winner and then you had Charlotte, the opportunist. So it was kind of like when I saw that that match was next after Seth and Cody, I was kind of like, okay, something's going to happen. So the rumors may be true because I do pay attention to the dirt sheets where they were talking about how Austin was getting ring ready. So I was like, okay, if Austin goes and does this match, I'm going to lose my shit. And you're going to hear, as y'all heard so much through this podcast, I said I was losing my shit. I did. It was worth it. I love it. Them, the women alone, seeing how the long-term story booking of Becky and Bianca from SummerSlam all the way up until now, it was magnificent. I do want to say, because a lot of people won't admit to it when I'm wrong, I want to apologize to anybody who I was kind of snapping at back then SummerSlam months ago last year because I felt some type of way I'm not gonna lie to you guys especially when it came to Charlotte versus uh, Charlotte excuse me Bianca versus Becky because it was like Bianca was representation and then she was like your only superstar that you had that you organically grew which makes me kind of like happy for the newer NXT 2.0 class because I feel as though I really want to see Lash versus Bianca because once Lash gets all of that improvement under her belt, nobody can touch Mama. Because I feel like her and Bianca at Mania will be a wonderful match. But seeing Becky, like, I'm so happy I didn't get to hear Becky, like, call the match. Like, it just flew organic. Granted, there were certain spots to where they were just waiting to do the spot so the crowd can get the reaction. Understandable. But I still love them. Like, a tip of the hat, to Bianca, our Raw Women's Champion, Becky, Ronda, and of course Charlotte, our SmackDown Women's Champion. Match number three. The match, I couldn't really lose my shit like I wanted to because it was like 10 and I didn't want to wake nobody up. Cody making his return to political child. I know I mispronounced it to some of y'all, but that's my accent coming in so y'all will live. Seeing Cody return... <laughs> Y'all, I'm so tipsy. My eyes are closed right now because I don't even want to look at it. Seeing Cody return, it brought tears to my eyes because it was seeing he left with a suck-ass gimmick that didn't, wasn't suffice and didn't exuberate who he is. And then following Cody and seeing him from New Japan, Impact, ROH, and into AEW and helped build it to what it was, like... I follow Cody and Brandy to whatever they do. I love them so much. Like, Cody, <laughs> I'm about to tell on myself, I had a little crush on Cody when he was in Legacy. Him and Teb and Randy, because I'm not going to lie, all three of them was like my white boy crush. I like them. But then I also like, I loved Cody because of his daddy, just like I loved Randy because of his. Well, I didn't really like, Bob too much growing up because he was like way before my time so when I actually got to see him when Randy was up there like going through his hill turn and his dad was there I was kind of like uh but then seeing his whole thing against Undertaker I was like okay I can respect it I think also too an issue that a lot of people had now that I'm thinking about it with Charlotte was that Rick was mostly there but if you look at it Charlotte and Randy kind of parallel each other almost don't shoot the messenger. I'm just letting you people know. Y'all are my poo bears. So I'm letting you poo bears know. That's how I see it. So. And then. Teb. I love the million dollar man. Because his laugh. I was a sucker for a good laugh. So his laugh always had me laughing. So I was like okay cool. So. That. And then. Also. I didn't really care for Bob. Now Dusty. Dusty always had my heart. Especially when he was like a heavy pillar in NXT. Because there was years when I didn't watch wrestling due to being homeless. Sharing a lot right now. But when I had gotten stable after being homeless. And I actually went back and watched a product. And I looked up and stuff. And I saw that Dusty had a hand in NXT. When I was watching it. When you had the four horse women building themselves up. I was like okay. You're in good hands because you have one of if not the best performers 
especially when it comes to finding your character, Dusty is that dude. So to see how these people who got the tutelage of training under him and then blossom into these wonderful entertainers that we're seeing right now, it just warms my heart even more. But back to the match, Seth killed me out when he said, welcome to the big leagues, bitch. I completely had gagged for a hot second. Because I was like, how are you going to tell that to um, Mr. XEVP who was running shit? Because before you got to WWE, he was in the major leagues, I mean, You just got there, like, what, six, seven years ago? Calm your puss. You're Zelen Savage. But the storytelling was nice. I like how Cody didn't really, like, give him any of, like, the slice comments and such. But I will say, seeing Cody, when he came out from under the stage and seeing the emotions on his face, it was hard not to cry because it's like, you've seen how he was and how upset he was that he had under a sucky gimmick. I'm not gonna lie, the dashing Cody Rhodes gimmick was one of my favorites. Especially when he would look into the Tron and be like, at, like he's gussing himself up. I said, look at you. Look at you, Mr. Cody. I'm here for it. Like... <laughs> But seeing how he progressed and he left WWE unhappy, went, found himself, built his long resume, and then became the entertainer that we see today is magnificent. Now, I will say this. I'm just waiting. Lord knows I'm waiting to see what type of shady comments is going to come from anybody from the AEW camp. In particular, the Bucks. Or, con, because I have a funny feeling if neither party says anything, I can guarantee you Monday we're probably going to hear something being said or alluded to during the um, BTE on YouTube. If not, then probably Wednesday come dynamite. But I'm about to go and crash because the liquor is kicking in right now. And if I learned anything from the very first episode... Of who told Tony Khan it was to open my night. A drunk me is not a good me. So I'm going to go ahead and log off. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me. I promise, 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 promise. You guys are going to go ahead and get those three episodes. It's going to be an in-depth review. Or a semi-depth review. Of why I didn't touch through this. Because I wanted to give you a live reaction. So see you near. A little bit of my pieces. Because I was trying to do a Twitter live space but personally I'm explaining more of that tomorrow with those episodes so please be on the lookout you're going to see those I'm also going to do reviews on the evil series that came out I'm kind of contemplating with Hogan I watched the Sasha one that was the first one that I watched and then I watched a little bit of the Roman one I'm going to give you some something of those but thank you for listening I love you guys so much you have a wonderful day this is in the books. I can't wait for tomorrow where we really, really go in depth. So you guys be safe. Bye, my poos.